1: Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. The manhunt goes on in France and beyond. Authorities searching for the gunman behind yesterday's deadly attack on a famous Christmas market in Strasbourg. The suspect, 29-year-old Sharif Shigat, was on police radar with more than two dozen convictions for robbery and violence in several European countries. French
0: authorities are being very guarded about possible motives to this man. What they are saying is that they had hoped to arrest him on Tuesday morning, that was several hours before the shooting itself, for questioning over an attempted murder. So that would be a common law crime not related to terrorism.
1: That's correspondent John Lester in Paris. On Twitter this morning, President Trump describes it as another very bad terror attack in France, adding, we are going to strengthen our borders even more. Wall Street, the Dow up 231 points, and this is SRN News.
2: December is Safe Toy and Celebration Month. Put safety first by quickly disposing of loose wrapping paper and plastic packaging that may be a choking hazard. Also, helmets make a great companion gift for that shiny new scooter, bike, or skateboard. Buying age-appropriate toys and being watchful for recalls are just a few more ways to ensure a happy, healthy holiday season. This Wellness Spotlight is brought to you by Wellness Radio 1570.
3: Well, with only 13 days until Christmas, the Wixen Jewelers Christmas countdown is on, and a fine Swiss watch is the perfect gift for him or her. You can shop the Twin Cities' largest selection of Swiss watches Featuring the world's finest watch brands at Wixom Jewelers in Bloomington. For today, from the Evil Wellness Studios, Mostly Cloudy and 29. Like It Matters Radio with Mr. Black is next year on Wellness 1570.
2: TheFishTwinCities.com spreading joy all season long.
1: Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow.
2: Hear Christmas classics and contemporary the favorites at TheFishTwinCities.com. Supported by Minnesota Adult or or and Teen Challenge.
1: Hi, this is Eric Dahlman at Gospel of Grace Fellowship in St. Louis Park, Minnesota, where we recognize the Bible as the source of truth and the revelation of what God did for us in Christ. We believe that all people are sinful, all need redemption and that salvation is only found through faith alone in Christ alone. Come join us for worship at Gospel of Grace Fellowship. You can visit us at our website at ggf.church. That's ggf.church, where we explain the scriptures, equip the saints, and exalt the Savior.
3: Time to get an update on our Business Benefactor program because we're having some great success, right Nick?
1: It is the season, Lee, and it is the Business Benefactor. We've had um, already numerous phone calls come in. We've already secured one partner for our Business Benefactor for, for this current campaign. And we're looking for a few more to
3: join us. Why don't you join us now as a Business Benefactor? This is a great deal because it gives
1: you an opportunity to try radio. The details are this. A $1,500 donation. Now, this donation does not come to us. You have to make it through us on a secure website, but it actually goes towards CADE. CADE is a great organization. It's children
3: with autism deserve education. That $1,500 all goes to CADE.
1: All here in the Twin Cities to help them with their programs, and as a thank you, you get forty commercials, four zero, 40 commercials to be used on any radio station here within Salem Media Group. And I got to tell you, this is a great opportunity to to kick the tires of radio. You know, you can you can plan that sale for your local business. Maybe you have a a product or service that's brand new to you, and you want to use that to promote it. Maybe you want to do the double blessing. Absolutely, we love the double blessingly. Take these spots and don't. Donate them to somebody else that might need them. Maybe this is a nonprofit you provide, a Christian ministry you support. Who really knows the ideas are endless? Absolutely.
3: So if you're not a business owner, you can still take advantage of the Business Benefactor program with that double blessing, that $1,500 gift going to Cade. You get those 40 commercials. You can donate them, or you can keep them for your own business.
1: Absolutely. And again, the $1,500 donation goes all to Cade. You have to make it through us, and this is how you do it. You need to call us so we can keep track of it on the Business Benefactor Hotline, 651-289-4444. 651-289-4444. Leave a message. We'll get back to you and provide any answers to your questions.
3: Call now, 651-289-4444.
2: We all have special dreams. If money were no issue, what's your dream? Join Online Trading Academy for our free investing class by dialing on your cell phone, pound 250, use keyword OTA. Pound 250, keyword O-T-A.
1: The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management.
3: Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired?
4: Your Radio Life Caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to talk about empathy. Matter of fact, today's topic is empathy, get some. Because, you know, uh, let's be truthful. We're going to do a little truth therapy here. We're going to speak some uh, truth to power. Because, boy, if you look around the world right now, if you look around America, if you watch the news... Man, 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 we got a lot of people wrapped up in their own petty little worlds, a lot of people wrapped up in just getting their pound of flesh, keeping their record or wrong. Uh, and today, let's get honest, let's get real, because you know what's really lacking out there is empathy. You know, I'm in the leadership training field, you know, I've been doing intensive leadership training for over 25 years. If you go to likeitmatters.net, you can read about it. Two and a half days, I create an environment that allows people to truly change their lives. And over the last 25 years, I've had a chance to to walk intimately with a, I don't know tens of thousands of people. I don't know what the number is. I throw numbers around. I don't know. I I, I don't have a little chart where I mark these little ticks and and I have <laughs> this list of every single person I've ever interacted with in an intimate, detailed setting but i'd say the numbers have got to be over 10,000. That's a pretty large set if you ever study uh uh you know statistics or this percentage of that happens or any kind of polling, you really need to have a large enough base to make sure uh that you can see a pattern. You know, it requires a minimum of 3 to see a pattern. Two, you can't really justify a pattern, but when you have at least 3 or more, you can start looking for patterns and one of the keys to life is to be able to identify the patterns around us because it truly is those patterns around us that get us what we're getting. And so, you know, the old saying is if you don't like the, I mean, uh, the old saying is the definition of sanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. That's just crazy as Einstein told us. But you know what? If you don't like the results, change the approach. As you change the approach, you change the results. And what we're talking about is patterns. If you don't like what you're getting, change what you're doing. That's really what we're talking about. If you don't like what you're getting, then change what you're doing. And so, uh, you know, I, I did a class not too long ago in Sacramento, California, Team 189, and a uh, great group of people. Uh, and the other day I had uh, one of those people, uh, Ms. Ma, uh, who flew 17 hours from Shanghai, China uh, to be in our class. And uh, she's a 21-year-old woman from uh, 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 Shanghai. She's uh, fluent in English. She's getting her degree, I think, in German studies, studying the German language. Uh, and she was sent to me by a graduate who went through my training about eight years ago. And she joined us on the radio last week. And uh, if you get it, uh, uh, I think you go to the the, the go to likeitmattersradio.com. And in there is, there's a, 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 the, the recording that I did the show with Miss Ma. And you just check it out. I did it on Thursday, uh, which was October, uh, I think it was the 4th, Thursday, October 4th. Check out the radio show with Miss Ma. And the reason I bring this up is, uh, at the end of a training, we have, uh, our graduates fill out something called Share Your Fire. And there's four questions. You know, briefly share what your biggest block in life or business was before attending. Uh, second question is, how will your experience that Leadership Awakening affect your life? Uh, third question is, in a few words, why should someone attend Leadership Awakening? And the fourth question is, why, what are you now excited or passionate about? <clears throat> and Ms. Ma joined us, and just, she's a powerful young woman. But I want to read to you what she wrote under number one. Briefly share what your biggest block in life or business was before attending. And she says, lacking empathy. This shows greatly in my relationship with my parents, friends, and other people who care a lot about me. She says, I don't feel how much faith they have in me. I don't feel how proud of me they are. And I don't know how much importance they lay on me. Without these understandings and empathy, my life started to fall apart. Then I have no self worth, no motivation and show the worst attitude to some of those I love. And it kind of flows into the next question. She says, how will your experience at Leadership Awakening affect your life? She says, I feel lucky about myself. Uh, I'll become a more responsible person by building my empathy for others and also the beliefs in myself. Knowing that the people you love expect from you and what I'm worth of doing will lead me to higher standards and goals of myself and better life of me and the people I love. And that's what brought me to today's topic. Because this woman uh, from China who speaks uh, English very well is better than many Americans I know. And so not all the time were all my words going through and as I read her word, word for word, uh, you see, it's a little uh, little broken English, but did better than most Americans can do. But she kept going to that word empathy, which was interesting, because I spent the two and a half days with this woman, and, man, it was huge. She trusted me. Uh, she did uh, whatever I asked her to do. And it's funny, because at the very end of our training, uh, <clears throat> we used a song, America the Beautiful, as a vehicle. Uh, You know, sometimes when they want to get a payload into outer space, what they'll do is they'll strap this payload to these huge, massive rockets. And these rockets cost hundreds of millions of dollars. And the sole purpose for those rockets are to get this, quote, payload into outer space. And so in America, we use uh, America the Beautiful, Oh Beautiful, you know, our, our national anthem. We use that song. Uh, when I do the training in Mexico, I've done a dozen or so classes in Mexico, the Mequilas. Uh We do Solito Lindo. Uh, I've done a few classes in Canada. And when we're in Canada, we do their national anthem, Oh Canada. But when in America we do what we do in America, and that is America the Beautiful. And so uh, we're practicing this song, America the Beautiful, so that people don't have to think about the words, so they can use it as the as the rocket, if you will. To get rid of stuff that holds them back, to get rid of stuff from their past that's not serving them well, and so about halfway through the training, after practicing "America the Beautiful" twice, uh, she asked me. She goes, uh, um, "I I I don't think I can do this song." She goes, "I think it, it'll be blasphemous, uh, you know, to my country. Uh, it'll be insulting to to my father." And so I had to have some empathy and understand what she was saying. I didn't like it. Uh, I, I didn't want to adjust what I was doing. Uh, but as I thought about what she said, and she's an honorable woman, and she trusted me, the whole everything I asked her to do, she did. I processed that. I stepped into her experience. And then I said, you know, I get that. And so I allowed her to do a different song. At first, we were going to just have her kind of grunt the, the the pattern of the song. And even though she doesn't say the words, she could kind of just do gibberish to the pattern of the song. And so we were going to do that. But uh, near the end of the training, you know, I could see that that wasn't working. And she goes, "Um, can I do my own country song? And I said, "Uh, yeah, why not? I said, whatever you do, though, give it all you got, 100% because you still have to give it your all, because we teach a new level of 100% in our training. And so we go to the very last process we do, and she did this song, and it's all wonderful, and we're at the end of class, and I got guests there, and I'm getting ready to wrap everything up, and I introduced Ms. Ma as joining us from China, and I said, well, <clears throat> and she did her own song, because she did it in, in, in Chinese, so no one understood it, And so as we're in front of all these people, I said, so, uh, Miss Mom, by the way, was that like your national anthem? I'm getting all emotional, sentimental, and thinking, uh, you know, that's how how special. And she goes, oh, no. Well, it's not our national anthem. And she said, that's about when we fought the Japanese, uh, and they attacked us. and, And she went on to say, and she's like, and we slaughtered them all, and we killed them all, and we did all this and all that. And the reason I bring that up is I go from this emotional moment to where she's sharing uh, this battle hymn, if you will This war song of uh, when they, they Defeated the Japanese And I just laughed And the reason I bring that Because we got to be willing To walk a mile in someone else's moccasins To understand their life To understand their struggles And that today is what we're discussing Here's what a pastor from North Carolina Who's served
3: for 33 years Said about Leadership Awakening
5: If you don't think you need it You're probably the one that needs it the most You know, I was one of those, been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. Most of them have been ministry related. And I mean, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows. And I've been encouraged and I've been excited and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did. And I'm not sure ever could because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned. And it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, January 24th through the 26th. Go to likeitmatters.net. Click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership
4: Awakening doesn't take applicants, only commitment. Have you ever considered
3: how important a good night's sleep is to your overall health? Hey it's Lee Michaels here for Carbon Cool Adjustable Beds. Have you ever heard the phrase, sleep well, live well? Well, besides all the wonderful health benefits and affordable pricing my friends at Carbon Cool Adjustable Beds offer, they would like you to call 763-325-5253 and enter the November sweepstakes for your opportunity to win your own Carbon Cool Adjustable Bed, valued at $1,600 and without any obligation or purchase required. Enter your name and address, they'll send you an information packet that will help you understand the many health and lifestyle benefits you can truly enjoy with your own Carbon Cool Adjustable Bed five different models, as well as many pricing options to meet your needs. Call my friends at Carbon Cool Adjustable Beds. They'll answer all your questions. 763-325-5253, 763-325-5253, and ask about their senior discounts, too. Here's what a pastor from North Carolina who's served for 33 years said about Leadership Awakening.
5: If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those, been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. Most of them have been ministry related. And I mean, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows. And I've been encouraged and I've been excited and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did. And I'm not sure ever could because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned. And it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, January 24th through the 26th. Go to likeitmatters.net. Click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you.
4: Leadership Awakening doesn't take applicants, only commitment. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we are talking about empathy, and I'm encouraging you to get some. I'm encouraging you to get some. You know, today is actually my birthday, October 8th, 1965. I was born. I was brought into this world. And so, boy, if you were going to ask me what I would want uh, in my life or my birthday would be some empathy, some understanding, the ability to walk a mile in someone else's moccasins. And that's what we're talking about today. Empathy. Get some. Because, boy, ladies and gentlemen, let's just be honest, man. If you look around the world, it is getting ugly. And you don't have to look around the world. Just look around America. I mean, look at this whole Kavanaugh hearing, Judge uh, Kavanaugh, Brett Kavanaugh. You know, you got people so wrapped up into their own bitterness, their own hatred. Uh, And I understand there's a lot of people out there that have been hurt. Uh, I have a saying that hurting people hurt people. Uh, We live in a sexually promiscuous world, uh, country, uh, where everything's pushed off as okay where don't get in my bedroom, tell me what to do. Uh, you're, we don't want to be closed-minded. We want everybody to be able to do whatever they want. And because of the promiscuity uh, in, in our society, and because of the anger, and because of the, the family breaking apart, uh, there's a lot of sexual stuff going on out there. It's been going on out there for a long time. And in the process, people wind up getting hurt. And some people take advantage of people. There's rape, there's molestation, there's abuse. Uh, there's a lot of hurt out there. And so, man, this, this Kavanaugh hearings is just ripping my soul out because there's no empathy. There's no understanding. Uh, there's no one willing to walk in another person's shoes. Uh, there are many times I feel guilty being a man, ladies and gentlemen. i got to be honest with you because, uh, man, what, what some men do out there is just pathetic. But also what some women do, what some kids do, what some white people do, what some black people do, That's one thing I say over and over and over. We're so wrapped up in the differences. We live in a world that's so focused on the differences, but I gotta tell you, um, there are far more similarities than there are differences. You know, we are living, breathing human beings. We all have dreams and desires. We all wanna love and be loved. We all have trauma and drama. Uh, We all want to know that we're special, that we matter. And see, we get so wrapped up in our own little world that we forget. To have that empathy. And empathy is the ability to walk a mile in someone else's moccasins. And today, I'm just not going to talk about it. I'm actually going to give you a couple tools. A couple things. One, the perceptual positions really help a lot with um, empathy. Uh, A saying I have that I I truly do my best to live my life by. I'm going to share that with you. And then there's something that we call the, the three F's of conflict resolution. But today's going to be a little different because I just want to talk to you. You know, it is my birthday, and so I'm the birthday boy. And so I can basically do whatever I want to do. It's my radio show anyways. But uh, I appreciate your guys' input. And and today I really want to hit this thing called empathy. And in the first segment, I I read uh, from uh, Miss Ma, who's our, uh, she came from China. She went through our leadership training at likeitmatters.net. She flew 17 hours from China. Uh, to be here with us, a 21-year-old woman, and just was one of the leaders in my class. And, and she talked about how her biggest awareness was how she lacked empathy. And she spoke about how it showed up greatly in her relationships, not only with her parents, but her friends and with other people who care a lot about her. See, she was out there, and she used to talk about living a crazy life. She, was always, she said that so many times, I'm crazy. What she was saying was that she just wanted to go out and live life. Uh, boy, she had an American spirit in her. She didn't want to be told what to do. She wanted to live out there vicariously, uh, um, dangerously, uh, enjoying all that life had to offer, enjoying whatever relationship she wanted to she wanted to party, wanted to, to do whatever that things was, whether it was drug or promiscuity or sexual adventure or w- all that she wanted to, to taste it all. And what she got out of so much out of the training and, and a lot more, but the big thing was empathy where she realized that uh, she would put herself in harm's way and not care about it, but she was causing a lot of trauma in other people's lives, whether that be her boyfriend, whether that be her mom and dad who wondered where their uh, daughter was, and she travels the world. She was in America, she's uh, studying in in Germany, and boy, um, that was huge for her. She talked about that empathy. And I wanna talk about empathy today because what's lacking today is empathy. Uh, No one's willing to walk a mile in someone else's moccasins. I mean, I was uh, reading the news uh, and saw this gunman accused of killing one officer, wounding six others, identified as a 74-year-old disbarred lawyer. This happened in South Carolina. Police have identified the suspected gunman who's accused of killing one police officer and injuring six others in a shooting in Florence, South Carolina, Wednesday. The suspected shooter was identified as Frederick Hopkins, a 74-year-old disbarred lawyer who has been charged with several offenses since 2014. Hopkins uh, goes through all the stuff he was charged with. I don't care about that. It does say uh, Hopkins was a Vietnam veteran and an avid amateur marksman, according to AP. Hopkins lost his law license over $18,000 and wrongfully billed attorney's fees. A state, uh, and then goes through different stuff. A shooting in Florence ended... In a a two-and-a-half-hour standoff in a neighborhood where the shooter took children hostage inside a house, none of the children were reported to have been injured. It's just really sad. Hurting people, hurting people. You see it all over if you just care. Look, hurting people, hurting people. And that's what the whole Kavanaugh thing is about. You got a lot of people out there that have been hurt that have been uh, put themselves in positions where they were sexually molested, sexually abused. Uh, Maybe they were just in a position they had nothing to do with it. But you got people out there drinking in a very sexual environment out there all over the world, especially in America. Uh, And boy, we're instigating things and we're causing things and feelings. uh, And then somebody says no and somebody's got too geared up to stop. And a lot of bad stuff happening out there. And because of that, there's a lot of people wanting to attack this Kavanaugh, whether he did what they say he did thirty six years or no or go or not. Only two people know, and that was him and Miss Ford. But you know, I saw that thing with Jeff Flake <clears throat> Jeff Flake was getting the elevator, and two girls came up to him and really berated him, made him look at them, look at me when I talk to you. I mean, I just couldn't believe that, and he was just frozen. And it tells me a lot about Jeff Flake, whether, uh, I don't know if that's empathy, but it seemed like a lot of guilt, a lot of shame, a lot of stuff from his past. Uh, Undoubtedly, he he, uh, froze. And those women, man, my heart went out to those two young ladies uh, about their sexual assault, whatever happened. But they, the empathy that they wanted from other people, they refused to give to somebody else. Just because they were sexually assaulted doesn't mean every man does that. Doesn't mean that this man that's been accused to do it doesn't. I feel bad for those young ladies. I feel bad for anybody that happens to. Them. I don't care what your sex is. A lot of men get raped now. Check Google military rapes. A lot of men on men rapes going on in the military now. But you know what? That same empathy that those two young ladies demanded, demanded of Senator Flake. They refuse to give it to anybody else. Can you walk a mile in someone else's moccasins? Can you understand what it's like to to live a life, a good life? Maybe it's only been 36 years. Maybe he did some bad stuff. But then to have your entire life destroyed based on an accusation that can't be proved, that wasn't brought up for 30-some years. Do you have empathy, people? Or are you so wrapped up in your own petty little experience that you can't understand what another person's going through. One of my favorite sayings is, if I can understand you a little bit better and you can understand me a little bit better, doesn't make sense we're in a position to have a better relationship? And see, I love that saying because that saying requires that you get out of your own map of reality and step into another person's map of reality. And I think today that's what we're lacking. We're lacking empathy. And see, empathy leads to understanding. But you know where else we're lacking? We're lacking grace. We're lacking mercy. We're lacking forgiveness. And the reason we're lacking it is because we're wrapped up in our own petty little experience. See, there are three perceptual positions in life. There are only three ways to see any situation. Number one, first position is you see it from your own perspective. Second position is you see it from somebody else's perspective. And third position is you see it from an overview. And we got to move between these three positions. See, by default, we're automatically in first position. We see things from our own map of reality. The second position is so critical because second position is the ability to get outside of our own map of reality and step into someone else's experience. It's not to imagine what they're going through. It's not to sit in your own ego and think you know what they're going through, but it's actually metaphorically to get up and outside of your own skin, your own body, and move over and actually occupy the position of another person, to actually become that person, to feel their pain, to underst- to feel their struggle, to see it in the first person point of view as if you were them. And when you do that, everything shifts, everything changes. That's why it's called empathy. And then the third position is overview. It's kind of like watching it, what took place on a videotape. Rewinding an experience and then looking at it from an overview. Not from first position, not from the other person's perspective, but from an outside perspective. And these three perceptual positions are truly the key to making a leader fully understand what's going on around him. Each one of these positions gives us more data. And the more data you have, the data you have, the more understanding you have. And if I can understand you a little bit better, and you can understand me a little bit better, doesn't it make sense that we're in a position to have a better relationship? And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we want to talk about this thing called empathy and show you how to have some by understanding the three perceptual positions and also understanding the three F's of conflict resolution.
2: If listening to Mr. Black on Like It Matters Radio
6: is not enough, if you need more of him, here's one option for your Mr. Black fix.
1: Hi, this is Tom Barrett, president of Lean Partners. We are fortunate to be celebrating 15 years of helping Minnesota companies dramatically improve
2: their business performance, so we'd like to recognize a few of our awesome client partners by having them share their story. My name is Michael Murphy, owner of Mail Handling Group, a printing and mailing company located in Eden Prairie. I started working with Tom and Lean Partners 15 years ago. During that time, Lean Partners trained us how to use lean to drive bottom line savings. With Tom's guidance, we became an industry leader with world-class quality, delivery and service. We also found profit we couldn't have realized without Lean. Tom personally worked with me and our leadership team to create a solid culture of performance for the long term. There is no question that Tom and Lean partners have been integral to my company's success.
1: Thanks, Michael. Are you interested in a customized plan to dramatically improve your business performance?
2: an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive.
3: Leadership Awakening is coming to St. Louis, February 7th through the 9th. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net.
4: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am your birthday boy. I am your radio life caddy. You can call me Mr. Black. And today... Uh, Even though it's my birthday, I got a gift for you, a gift that will keep on giving, a gift that will make you the life of any party, a gift that will make you a better leader, a gift that will make you a better spouse, a better parent, a better human being. And God knows that we need better human beings in this country, in this world, because things are getting ugly, hurting people, hurting people. So many people wrapped up in their own petty little experience of life. The number one most common picture taken today is called a what? Selfie. It's a selfie. Matter of fact, so many, I I don't know, hundreds of people die every year working to get that perfect picture of themselves. You know, one of the the pox on our, our, our country today, on the World Day, is Twitter. I don't do Twitter. Don't do it. Why? Because the whole concept of Twitter offends me. And you know what the concept of Twitter is? Is that my opinion, everybody needs to know how I feel. Everybody needs to know how I feel about everything. Anything that goes on in the world, you need to know how I feel. And boy, a lot of people, Twitter is just a way to abuse people, uh, to malign people, to attack people. And I don't care if you're President of the United States. Again, I, I... you know, I, I'm not a uh uh I I'm not uh, how would I say this? I'm not a apologist for uh Donald Trump. Uh, Donald Trump is not my savior. Uh absolutely voted for him. I'm one of those uneducated white people. Uh, I'm uh, I'm one of those people that believe that uh, he is the right man for the job. Uh, I know that offends some of you, but what, can't we disagree? When did we come to a world where everybody had to think alike? Where if you and I disagree about something, you hate me, you're going to destroy me, you're going to kill me. But see, that's where we got to get off of this. And that's what today's show is about empathy. I can understand how someone could hate Donald Trump, I can understand how someone could be offended every time he opens his mouth boy, I'm not gonna uh, uh, defend him. I'm not a defender of Donald Trump. I'm not a defender of you either. I'm not a defender of anybody except my wife, my God, my kids, my friends. But outside of that, we can disagree. We can have different opinions without making you a monster and me a God. And we gotta get off this all or nothing. We gotta get off this hatred and bitterness. Eighty-seven percent of their diseases are psychosomatic. Sixty million Americans are struggling with depression, and a majority of depression falls in a category called situational depression. We have famous people of all the money in the world, all the wealth in the world, all the fame in the world taking their lives. Whether you're talking about whether it's Anthony Bourdain or Bourdain, whether you're talking about Kate, you know, you know the famous designer. I mean, people taking their lives at record numbers, people that have everything. The typical America is on two to five drugs each day. Mood stabilizers. We need a pill to to get us up in the morning. We need a pill to make us go to sleep at night. We need a pill to focus ourselves. We need a pill to let loose. Why? Why? Because hurting people hurt people, because people are so wrapped up in their petty little experience. Rule number one about being a leader is it's not about you, get off yourself. And so before the break, I was talking about the three perceptual positions. That there's really only three ways to see any situation. Keep it simple, soldier. First position is from self. We see things from our own eyes. That is our natural mechanism, that is our default state. But we can't stay there. We got a world stuck in first position. It's ego. It's my way or the highway. I'm wrong, I'm right, and you're wrong. But there's another way to look at things. It's called second position, and that's called other. That's the ability to get outside of your own rigid way of thinking, get outside of your own map of reality, and step into another person's map of reality, step into their belief system to understand. And the only way you can truly understand another person is to get outside of your own experience and to step into theirs. I used to say many times I could understand how a, a young black person or a young Hispanic person or a, a young person, period, could be white, that is stuck in the ghetto, stuck in the inner city. They have no hope that by the time they're 18 years old, they're most likely to be dead or in prison, more likely than those two than to to be living a life that is honorable, and I can understand how that person in that situation could kill someone for five bucks. I'm not saying it's right, I'm not saying it's proper. I'm not saying it's good. I'm not saying they shouldn't be prosecuted. What I'm saying is when I step into those shoes, when I get off my own experience and step into that experience and see helpless and hopeless and see that I'm not going to go anywhere except death or prison, I can see how in that situation, with that being my belief system, with that being my reality of the life I live, the world I live in, I could absolutely see how I would not give it second thought to take someone's life for five bucks, to take someone's life for something I want in that moment since there is no hope of a better tomorrow. That's what empathy is. Empathy is the ability to walk a mile in someone else's moccasins. I asked a good Christian friend of mine. I said, listen, if your family's life was on the line and you could not take care of them, would you steal to provide for them? And he was, you know, he's a holy and now good guy. I'm not saying he's a bad guy, but oh, absolutely not. And then he thought about it for a while. Absolutely not. I would not. I would trust in my God. I would honor my God. Uh, God would provide. And I, if, And I said, good for you. But, you know, I would. I'm not proud of it. I'm not saying it's right. But I've thought about, it. if I could not provide for my kids, if I could not feed my wife, if I could not do that, I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying it's illegal. I would absolutely, most likely steal to provide for them. See, I, I, I got to come to that realization. Should I know? Would it be better to trust in God and not do it? Yeah, and I'd like to believe I would do that way. But again, this is where the ability to walk a mile in someone else's moccasins. And that's where the saying comes from. If I can understand you a little bit better and you can understand me a little bit better, does it make sense we're in a position to have a better relationship? And that's why we gotta understand second position is the ability to walk a mile in someone else's moccasins. To truly take a look at someone else's experience. But in order to do that, you gotta get off your ego. You gotta get out of your own limited way of thinking and actually step into someone else's experience. See. You can't stay there because if you stay stuck in second position, you're a sucker. Everybody else is right and you're wrong. And you see a lot, of, a lot of people, liberals out there, a lot of people, rich, wealthy people, a lot of white liberals out there, that because of their own guilt, because of their own shame, because of their own transgressions from the past, now they overcompensate and now they become a sucker. They're walked over because they are racist. They have treated people poorly because of the color of their skin. They have looked down upon people who have. I've never done that. And so I have a hard time seeing people uh, act like that. I don't feel guilty about being white. I've never treated anybody poorly because of the color of their skin. I've treated people poorly, don't get me wrong, because of my own flaws, because of my own anger, because of my own frustration, because of how that person showed up, because of the content of their character. But I've never treated them poorly just because of the color of their skin. But if someone has never experienced that, they have done things. I mean, think about it. Those that steal from people worry about people stealing from them. Those that lie to people worry about people lying to them. Those people who cheat on their spouses wonder if their spouses cheat on them. It's your focus. It's your mindset. And so many people are so wrapped up in their petty little experience, their own mindset, that they have a hard time stepping into someone else's experience. And so I'm gonna tell you right now, what we need in this country is empathy. Because if I can understand you a little bit better and you can understand me a little bit better, doesn't make sense we're in a position to have a better relationship. And one thing I teach, because I've learned it over the years, is rapport, how to match a model, how to pace and lead. And the key with rapport to truly build a trusting uh, relationship to truly establish some trust, to where you can sell someone, you can lead someone, you can help someone go through some tough situations, is to get out of your own map of reality, and to get into another person's map of reality. To get out of your own way of seeing things, and to step into another person's reality. See, you got to have this understanding, and understanding is different from wisdom. Charles Fillmore defines wisdom as intuitive knowing spiritual intuition and understanding is the ability of the mind to apprehend and realize the low laws of thought and the relation of ideas to one another to put it more simply wisdom knows understanding knows why when your understanding is developed in both head and feet not only will you have the light in mind but you also have the ability to apply it to your world and this occurs through a process shared by Solomon in the book of Proverbs of imparting knowledge, revealing application, which is wisdom, and impacting the heart, which is understanding. Understanding answers the question, what does this mean to me? And the very best way to cause understanding, one that's even better than an illustrated illustration or story, is by getting a listener to actually test, to apply, and do what you're preaching to them. I mean look that's why I talk about Jesus all the time. Whether you believe in Jesus as the Son of God or not, he was a great teacher. Jesus sent out his disciples and told them out to go and do the same. Jesus said, I am the way. In other words, I am the example. Because they he wants us to do things that he did. The very definition of the Greek word for use for understanding in the parable, the sower means the coming together of the perception with the thing being perceived. In other words, it's where theory meets practice. When that happens, you got it. And so what we need is some understanding. What we need is some grace. You know, grace is a free and unmerited favor, usually from God. It's getting something you don't deserve. We need some mercy no mercy is compassion it's forgiveness it's shown towards someone whom it is within one's power to punish or harm mercy is about not getting what you deserve and today on like it matters radio we're talking about empathy get some because as you get empathy you also get understanding and if you get understanding you can also then freely give mercy grace and forgiveness If we're truly going to live our lives like they truly matter, we must get some of these things.
6: Give a person a fish, and you feed them for a meal. Teach them to fish, and you change their destiny. At Like It Matters Radio, we teach you how you were made, how you create experience, and how you can change your world by changing your thinking. Opioid addiction, mental health crisis, PTSD, the soaring suicide rate, political hate and animosity, there is a crisis of toxic proportions and it is destroying us. This pandemic is destroying the foundation of our hope. Hope is fading. At Like It Matters Radio, we help people change their life by changing their thinking and doing based on how we are made. Our mission is to help people maximize their potentials and to live their life like it matters. Our goal is to change this world through our national radio show, bringing hope to listeners everywhere in every heart, body, and soul. We need your help, sponsors, donors, and helpers to do the work that needs to be done to change our world. If you are willing, please email us at Mr. Black at LikeItMattersRadio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Again, that's Mr. Black at LikeItMattersRadio.com. In the subject line, put Posse. Join our Posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow. Email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put Posse
3: training is available on an individual basis and company-wide, all at likeitmatters.net.
1: According to Google, a local business owner like you needs to spend at least 15 hours a week to optimize their online search campaigns. I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of Salem Media Group, Twin Cities, introducing you to Salem Surround, the next generation answer to digital marketing for local businesses. Let Salem Surround maximize your SEO and SEM campaigns so you can run your business. Call Alyssa for more information at 651-289-4406.
2: Parkinson's disease is a neurological movement disorder affecting an estimated 1 million Americans, including many under age 40. The American Parkinson Disease Association is the largest grassroots network in the United States, working to help ease the burden and find the cure for those coping with Parkinson's. Visit APDAOptimism.org today to find out how you can help millions live with dignity and optimism. Your action today will help APDA put an end to Parkinson's disease.
4: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters. Inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, Mr. Black. And if you miss any of today's show, you're going to want to hear it again. Very deep, very reflective, introspective. Uh, All you got to do is go to likeitmattersradio.com, likeitmattersradio.com, and you can listen to this message again and many archived messages. And whether you are in uh, Texas or in Oklahoma, whether you're in uh, America or in Brazil, you can listen to our radio program on iHeartRadio. All you got to do is go to your app on your phone or on your computer, iHeartRadio, and then every Monday through Friday from 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, replayed from 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, you can listen to this radio show. All you got to do is query Wellness Radio, Wellness Radio. As a matter of fact, if you go to your Alexa and say, Alexa, play iHeartRadio, Wellness Radio, it'll say, Playing Wellness Radio, 1,570. That's our connection to the Minneapolis-St. Paul radio station, a wellness radio 1570. TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com is how you can live stream with them. So you can listen to us whenever you want. highly recommend. And if you truly want to live your life like it matters, if you truly want to be part of the solution instead of part of the problem, if you truly want to live what I talk about on this radio show, go to LikeItMatters.net. Get in a a two-and-a-half-day class with me. Let me teach you at the cellular level. My gift is sharing information. I help people learn. And, you know, as I've interacted with tens of thousands of people around the world, realize that people are different. People are different. Matter of fact, from the book, A List to Live By for Everything That Really Matters, I I can't remember who wrote the book, but it's a good book. Oh, uh, I think it's Steve Stevens. Uh, it's called list to live by for everything that really matters. And he says, uh, basically he has 10 different ways that uh, 10 ways that people are different. He says, uh, they're extrovert or introvert extroverts love crowds while introverts would rather spend time in solitude or with a close friend. Extroverts are energized by people and introverts are recharged by time alone. Then he says, there's a leaper or a looker leapers take risk when they see an opportunity. They want to jump on it before it's too late. Lookers are more cautious. They like to carefully check out all the options before making a decision. He says there's an outliner or a detailer. Outliners have a general focus and look at the big picture. They think in terms of direction and getting things done, whereas detailers look at the nuts and bolts. Their concern is how to get things done. Then you have the spender or the saver. If spenders have extra money, they want to spend on themselves, on others, on worthy cause, on anything. If savers have extra money, they want to put away for a rainy day. Planner or, or flexor. Planners love structure with everything organized and neatly packaged. They like schedules and deadlines. Flexors bend with the flow of life and take things as they come. They tend to be spontaneous and laid back. Loose ends don't bother them because they believe everything will work out. He says they're scurrier or ambler. Scurriers are always busy. Speed and efficiency are their watchwords. Accomplish as much as you can, as fast as you can. But amblers take their time and set their own pace. They might not do as much, but they enjoy what they do. And he says thinker or feeler. Thinkers focus on facts and principles. They base decisions on objective data and tend to be task-oriented. Where feelers focus on people and emotions, they base decisions on subjective data and tend to be relationship-oriented. There's the dreamer or the worker. Dreamers are creative people who love to come up with ideas. They are optimistic and oriented toward the future. Workers are practical. They like to take other people's ideas and make them happy. They tend to be realistic and focus on the present. Collector or tosser? Collectors gather things. They hate to throw away anything because they might need it sometime. Tossers get rid of things. They hate clutter and insist that if you haven't used something lately, you probably never will. And then he says there's the juggler or the holder. Jugglers are multi-channeled and can deal with many things simultaneously simultaneously. Where holders are single channeled and can only deal with one, maybe two things at a time, or they become overwhelmed or stressed. And see, you gotta understand that we are different and we gotta embrace those differences. We gotta embrace the differences. And that's why you gotta realize not everybody's like you. But we need to understand, have empathy, because we want forgiveness, we should give forgiveness. Because we want mercy, we should give mercy. Because we want forgiveness, we give forgiveness. That is what the whole golden rule is about. You know, this the golden rule You know, is the name given to a principle that Jesus taught in his Sermon on the Mount. And I love this because people say, well, the golden rule is not in the Bible. Well, yeah, the actual words golden rule are not found in Scripture. By the way, neither is, quote, the Sermon on the Mount found in Scripture, the words. But these titles were added later by Bible translation teams in order to make the Bible a little easier to understand. And by the way, the phrase golden rule began to be ascribed to this Jesus teaching right about the 16th and 17th centuries. Whatever you wish that others would do to you, do also to them. For this is the law and the prophets, Jesus brilliantly condensed the entire Old Testament into the single principle. And by the way, it comes from Leviticus 19.18. Do not seek revenge or bear a grudge against anyone among your people, but love your neighbor as yourself, for I am the Lord. Again, notice the implication that people are naturally lovers of self, and the command uses that human flaw as a place to start in how to treat others. That's so powerful, so masterful. People universally demand respect, love, and appreciation whether they deserve it or not. And Jesus understood that because, again, you got to understand people. We're all in the people business. If you're in the computer business, you know computers. If you're in the car business, you know cars. But we're all in the people business. Do you want to be shown respect? Then respect others. Do you crave a kind word? Then speak words of kindness to others. It is more blessed to give than to receive. And the golden rule is also part of the second greatest commandment, preceded only by the command to love God himself. And if you're interested, check that out, Matthew 22, 37 through 39. And what is interesting to note about the golden rule is that no other religious or philosophical system has its equal. See, the golden rule is not the ethic of reciprocity so commonly espoused by non-Christian moralists. Frequently, liberal critics and secular humanists attempt to explain uh, away the uniqueness of the golden rule, saying it's common common ethic. Sorry about my throat. So, let me give you some examples. Confucianism says this. Do not do to others what you do not want them to do to you. That's out of Analects 1523. Hinduism. This is the sum of duty. Do not do to others what would cause pain if done to you. How about Buddhism? Hurt not others in ways that you yourself would find hurtful. But all those are negative. See, these things are similar to the golden rule, but are stated negatively and rely on passivity. So, Jesus' golden rule is a positive command to show love proactively, and that's what we all need to do. The Eastern religions say refrain from doing, but Jesus said do. The Eastern religions say it is enough to hold your negative behavior in check, but Jesus tells us to look for ways to act positively. Because of the inverted nature of the non Christian sayings, they have been described as, quote, the silver rule. And some have accused Jesus of borrowing the idea of the golden rule from Eastern religions. However, if you know timing, The texts for Confucianism, Hinduism, Buddhism that I I referenced above were all between about 500 and 400 B.C. But the golden rule from Leviticus was written about 1450 B.C. So the source is about 1,000 years. So who borrowed from whom? But you got to get this. The command to love is what separates them. The command to love. Love is a verb. For God to so love the world, he did something about it. For you to so love your family, you do something about it. For you to so love your wife, you do something about it. You got to get this. The golden rule is whatever you wish that others would do to you, do also to them. That's the key. And the only way you can do that is get out of first position, get off yourself. We need to start having empathy. We need to understand the three F's of conflict resolution. I understand how you feel. I felt this way and what I found. That's how you build a relationship with somebody. That's how you move through conflict resolution. You get out of your own map of reality. You step into someone else's shoes. You put on their experience. You put on their struggles. And you ask yourself, if I was in that situation, if I was them, how would I want to be treated? It's not easy. If you're looking for easy, go to Staples. It's a button that you can buy there. It'll cost you about 10 bucks with tax and everything. It's made in China with lead paint, I've been told. You don't want easy, leader. You want go. The go button's what a leader not, has. And I'm asking you to avail and commit to be the leader that you want other people to be. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future and reminding you when you live your life like it matters, it does.
1: This time of year, you're bombarded with commercials from jewelry stores talking about incredible prices and amazing selections. But you know what word you never hear? Quality. Why? Because jewelry store chains and jewelers at the mall aren't about quality. At Wixon Jewelers, quality is a word they live by every day. In fact, their stellar reputation was built on it. From their incredible collections of diamonds and gemstones to their exclusive timepieces, everything at Wixon is of the highest caliber and designed to last a lifetime. Give her a gift that she can wear forever.
3: A gift from Wix and Jewelers Bloomington. The world of business and finance is constantly changing. How are you keeping up with all the information? Most likely, you're not. Checking websites, writing emails, making phone calls, checking more websites, and still not finding what you need to know. But it has to be out there somewhere. Well, it is. Business 1440 is your on-air guide through the fast-paced business landscape. What you want to know, when you want to know it. Up to the minute business and financial news on Business 1440. Stream online at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com.
4: Hi, this is Scott Black, host of Like It Matters Radio, heard weekday mornings at 9 on Wellness Radio, KDIZ, Golden Valley